Hey everybody, welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and this time I will be talking about the one and only, the inevitable, the profoundly gifted, prodigious Marvin Glass. Now you may not know who Marvin Glass is, or was, but Marvin Glass is responsible for a tremendous amount of the toys and games that baby boomers grew up with. According to a book by Joyce Grant called The Amazing Toys of Marvin Glass, Marvin Glass's business really took off with the introduction of Mr. Machine in 1960. After that, numerous popular toys found their way to the homes of baby boomers. All of the toys are listed in Joyce's book, The Amazing Toys of Marvin Glass. But Marvin also invented the thing that has become a cliched gag. And he invented the chattering teeth, what are known as the yakety-yak teeth. And he invented a whole load of games and games that we played growing up. But he was an entrepreneur. He was based in Chicago. And he invented not only the Yakety Yak Teeth, but Mr. Machine, uh, Time Bomb from Milton Bradley. He invented, or let's say he was responsible for the invention of Light Bright, Spirograph, Smash Up Derby, Ricochet Racers, The Evil Knievel Stunt Cycle, and Yugo, Man of a Thousand Faces. His games included my favorite childhood game, Mousetrap. When I was a little kid, for some reason, I was just preoccupied with that mousetrap. I loved it. But he also invented Thing Ding. I keep on saying he invented, but that's like saying Elon Musk invented Tesla. Marvin was responsible. He did not invent these games, or he may have invented some of them, but he is responsible or was responsible for the creation of these games that were licensed to toy makers such as Ideal, Shopper, Kenner, Mattel, Aurora, Milton Bradley, Parker Brothers, and Hasbro. He took credit for Thing Ding, Clean Sweep, Pie Face. Now, Pie Face uh, was made popular on a cult level in the 90s from a public access show called Mrs. Mouth, which is a bizarrely funny public access cable show and uh, the person who created Mrs. Mouth is still around and she was, uh, I think, Ava Moskowitz and uh, that's a very funny, very odd, interesting, um, shall we say, interesting uh, presence and uh, uh, quite amusing. 
and she did an entire segment on Pie Face, where she played Pie Face, intercut with uh, sections of the advertisement for it uh, that appeared on television. Now, I also have to say that most of these games, it came with uh, a catchphrase and or a jingle that got stuck in your head. But the games of Marvin Glass included Mousetrap, Thing Ding, Clean Sweep, Pie Face, Operation, Bucket of Fun, Ants in the Pants, Toss Across, King of the Hill, Mystery Date. The thing I loved about Mystery Date was Mystery Date. Are you ready for your mystery date? Will he be a dreamboat or will he be a dud? Open the door for your mystery date. And now, if you open the door and it's a dud, the dud is all chill axe. He is wearing an untucked in shirt and jeans and sneakers and he's a little bit scruffy. And now he looks like uh, an internet or tech entrepreneur who's extraordinarily wealthy. Marvin Glass was also responsible for Sandlot Slugger. Get in that tub. Which Witch Masterpiece. Aurora Derby. Mr. Mad. Stay Alive, the survival game. Shake a Leg, the ice cube game. Don't blow your top and several others. So the thing about Marvin Glass is uh, there was a story about uh, Mike Myers being interested in portraying him in a film, and I don't know if it got any uh, traction, it was going anywhere, but it seems like Mike Myers may have been interested and it seems to have stalled. But I must say uh, that uh, he was from Chicago, he was quite the entrepreneur, and I haven't been able to locate the stories that I read some time ago, but uh, he had a fortress-like headquarters, which was, I think, a concrete, and it looked sort of like a prison. And uh, the stories that I read were that uh, he was uh, quite the clever entrepreneur, and he knew how to promote what he did. So at the end of the day, every day, instead of people just leaving what they did at their desks... He secured all of the games and toys that were being developed inside a locked cage, but he made all of the people who were working on them uh, parade them in a procession one by one into the cage so that they would be accounted for. And uh, he would do this in the presence of other people who were guests to impress them. And ostensibly the idea was to prevent industrial espionage and theft of his uh, intellectual property. But it was all uh, very clever and cagey and made him more well-known and uh, added to his mystique. So uh, there is another book called A World Without Reality, Inside Marvin Glass's Toy Vault by Bill Paxton, and it came out in July of 2019. And the blurb for the book says... Unlock the toy vault and be transported into a whirlwind adventure filled with secrets 
behind the top toys and games of your childhood. This biography is of the toy king himself, Marvin Glass, who created the first, largest, and most successful independent toy invention studio. His genius and fervor for life was said to be a magical blend of Willy Wonka and Howard Hughes. Wonka had his Oompa Loompas and so did Glass fill its high-security fortress with a cast of crazy characters. Their own words reveal the story of what really went on inside Marvin's legendary studio. The book includes nearly 100 exclusive interviews with first-hand accounts about Marvin, the toys, and his wacky studio. The author, a veteran Chicago toy inventor of 30 years, asks... What kind of man can create an industry that didn't exist before him, and how did he make it flourish? If you're ready for the answers, then buckle up because you're about to enter a world without reality. Over 130 playthings from the 1940s to the 1980s are profiled with compelling behind-the-scenes creation stories of items like Operation, Simon, Lightbright, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Mousetraps, the Blythe Doll, Yakety Yak Teeth, Whoops, Fake Vomit, The Pie Face Game, Toss Across, Hands Down, Mystery Date, Evil Knievel, Stunt Cycle, and more. Also contains over 200 original color photographs, including rare prototypes. 1,000 additional images are inside of ads, patents, TV commercials, glass family photos, and internal company promotional images. Six appendixes are added that include a comprehensive list of all Marvin Glass toys and games, a list of the studio's employees, and unique floor plans of the never-before-seen secret studio. This guy was some piece of work. I also understand apocryphally that he was the inspiration for Dan Aykroyd's, I think it's Elliot Mainway, Bag of Glass, and Johnny Spaceman. When Jane Curtin played Joan Face and interviewed the shifty entrepreneur played by Dan Aykroyd on the original first few seasons of Saturday Night Live, it was extraordinarily funny. And supposedly, this is where Dan drew his inspiration from. Boing Boing even has a post entitled Meet Marvin Glass the Troubled King of Toys. And it is accompanied by a video of him on YouTube. And it says, Enjoy this local Chicago TV profile of toy inventor Marvin Glass, if you can. His toy development company created many famous toys and games, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Operation, etc., which brought joy and mirth to millions of kids. But Marvin Glass himself had a dark side, and was often depressed. He was famously profiled in the Saturday Evening Post as the troubled king of toys. In this 1972 interview, Glass comes off as defensive and negative, like Dan Aykroyd, an SNL Mainway Toy Company president, or Martin Short's sweaty attorney, Nathan Thurm. For more info on Marvin Glass and the famous toys he helped create, check out the Maker Media book, Make Fun! Create Your Own Toys, Games, and Amusements. 
And there is a hyperlink to the interview. And it ends with, Glass could have been a character in a Mamet movie. And I think this is all before the recent controversy over David Mamet's remarks. Now, Marvin Glass passed away in 1974 on January 7th. And the New York Times had an obituary, said, Marvin Glass, a well-known toy designer and the founder of Marvin Glass and Associates here in Chicago, died last night at his home in suburban Evanston of complications following a stroke he suffered last summer. He was 59 years old. Mr. Glass gave up manufacturing the toys he and his colleagues invented and concentrated on design after going $300,000 into debt in 1949 when one idea proved a market failure. With borrowed money, he worked up an associate's novel idea for a pocket-sized chicken that laid five white marble eggs. A Chicago manufacturer turned out more than 14039000 busy biddies, and Mr. Glass's royalties more than wiped out the debt. A stickler for security about toys under development, he won the confidence of manufacturers and was sometimes retained to evaluate the prospects of new ideas. His fee for this reached $1,000 a day. Now, this goes back to 1974 when he passed away. Born in Evanston, he was a short, slight lad who found that his best way of making friends was by designing toys for the neighborhood gang. One was a tank big enough to sit in, another a submarine that shot wooden torpedoes. At a military academy in Wisconsin, he made scale models of pirate ships and Egyptian galleys. After graduating from the University of Chicago in 1935, he became interested in toy design through a friend who did animated window displays for department stores. In business for himself, Mr. Glass obtained patents on successful toys based on sound effects, such as a plastic frying pan that sizzled and a toy time bomb that ticked, and then produced a cap explosion time bomb developed by his associate Carl Ayala. A robot commando on spoken instructions from a child would release missiles and rockets. Later, Mr. Glass became an opponent of war toys for children. He was an advocate of toy safety. Mr. Glass was credited with putting 500 new toys on the market within 10 years. In 1970, the British International Toy Fair named him Toy Man of the Year. He was survived by his widow, Mrs. Abelia Glass, and two daughters, Diana Glass and Linda Bailey. And finally, the Wikipedia entry on Marvin Glass says, Marvin Glass and Associates, MGA, was a toy design and engineering firm based in Chicago. Marvin Glass, 1914 to 1974, and his employees created some of the most successful toys and games of the 20th century, such as Mr. Machine, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, everyone loved that, Light Bright, Ants in the Pants, Mousetrap, Operation, Simon, Body Language, and the Evil Knievel Stunt Cycle. And it goes on to tell the history of Marvin Glass and Associates, which was founded in 1941. Marvin Glass 
was an entrepreneur and the creative force behind Marvin Glass and Associates. His salesmanship and uncanny ability to spark creativity in the designers he employed was unparalleled. In 1949, he licensed a novelty item to H. Fishlovin Company called Yakety Yak Talking Teeth. This item was invented by Eddie Goldfarb, who worked with Marvin Glass for a very short time after World War II. The first big hit for Marvin Glass was Mr. Machine, a toy invented by a former watchmaker named Leo Kripak. A child would take Mr. Machine apart and put him back together. It was licensed to Ideal Toys and became such a hit that Lionel Weintraub, its president, made it his company mascot and featured it in many of Ideal's early TV ads. The company became so successful that Marvin Glass got his company logo printed on every package for the items it invented and licensed. The organization's general counsel, James F. Coffey, and accountant, Ernest Sonderling, were the architects of the successful business model whereby the designs and inventions were patented and licensed to various toy companies and manufacturers who would pay running royalties based on sales. Outside counsel, chairman, and founder of the Intellectual Property Department at McDermott, Will & Emery, Robert J. Schneider, was responsible for procuring the patents and protecting them from infringement. Mr. Snyder is currently co-chair of the Intellectual Property Department of Taft, Statinius, and Hollister. And I don't know when exactly this was uh, first posted, but I think it was January 2013. Joseph M. Burke was a senior designer at Marvin Glass through the mid-1960s to the early 1980s and invented or designed many of MGA's hottest items such as Inchworm, Light Bright, Astrolite, Witch Witch, Masterpiece, SSP Racers, Chewbops, and the Evil Knievel line of toys. Burke was Knievel's personal guest at the infamous Snake River Canyon Jump. Burke holds 10 U.S. patents for items developed by MGA. Time magazine named Lightbright one of the top 100 toys of all time. Marvin Glass died in 1974. Two years later, managing partner Anson Isaacson, partner Joseph Callan, and designer Kathy Dunn were shot and killed and two others seriously wounded at the company's offices in Chicago. The perpetrator was 33-year-old Albert Keller, a designer suffering from paranoid delusions who then killed himself. MGA was contracted by Bally Midway to design coin-operated video games during the 1980s. Some of the games produced by MGA during this era included Tapper, Domino Man, and Timber. The company continued in operation until 1988. Several partners from Marvin Glass & Associates subsequently started Chicago-based Big Monster Toys. Well, I don't know about you, but the entire crescendo was not Marvin Glass's passing, but the murder and suicide committed by Albert Keller. Behind everything is a story. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kitties say, peace out. Music